It's me, Natasha Weston, and welcome to the first episode of the Clothes for Maintenance podcast. (laughs) I am nervous. I'm excited. I'm anxious. I'm hopeful. But most importantly, I am excited that you are here. I'm excited for the opportunity to join you wherever you are watching this on YouTube or wherever you're listening, whether it's in your car, whether you got your AirPod in at work, wherever you are, I am super honored that you are here. I'll be very honest. I have hit record and started this episode a million times. And I had to literally stop and say my prayer again that I just be honest without worrying about the outcome of this podcast, of who's going to listen, who's not, what people are going to think about anything that I have to say. And the truth of the matter is that I am an open book. And this is a clean slate for me. I come from talking about business all the time. And while that has been my bread and butter for a long time, life has lifed and has pushed me to where I am now. And I'll be honest, I couldn't even really come up with notes for this episode because I just have so much that I want to say, so much I want to share but I know I can't squeeze it all into one episode. And so coming from the podcasting world where I did have a podcast for seven years, I'm used to doing things the way that I do them. I'm used to having like an outline or just a certain way about doing things. And when I say my life is new, I'm a new person. I'm not the same person. Like even how I've gone about creating this podcast has been totally opposite from what I'm used to. I'm used to having an outline. I'm used to being stressed out about all of the things that did go wrong before this recording this weekend. And um, I have just been in the best mental space. And it's a result of the work that I've been doing for the last year. And that is why I created Clothes for Maintenance. Let me give you a little backstory before we dive into what's all in my brain right now. Clothes for Maintenance actually came to me. The name came to me in 2019. I thought it was going to be for my fourth book. But if you have written a book, have started writing a book, you know how it is. Sometimes you get a name, a title, an idea, or a concept, and God be like, "Mm mm-mm, not time, or yeah, no, that's not what I told you to do. So that's what happened. I started writing the book, and then I got writer's block that never seemed to end. So I put that journal up with the other thousand of them that I own, and I moved on with my life. Fast forward to last year, I went through what I would like to believe has been the most transformative year of my life. When I tell you so many things happen, and really now that I look back at it, it started when I shut down my business at the end of 2022. God be knowing what he's going to do the whole time. We just be thinking that things just are sprung upon us. Anywho, I have struggled for weeks 
When I tell y'all weeks, I've struggled for weeks on what I would talk about in this episode because the truth of the matter is, and, and this could be just the podcaster and me and always thinking about the logistics of something, I went back and forth in my head so many times about, do I have a guest for this first episode? Do I do it by myself? Who's going to sit and listen to me for 30 minutes to an hour about whatever who cares enough that was my whole mindset and then imposter syndrome kicked in and then I was hearing messages that sounded like what I wanted to say and I was like then maybe I don't need to repeat it but then I had to take some of my own advice and say girl that's one percent of people you thinking about your message is your message your story is your story your experience is your experience and that's why I created the podcast to begin with and so once I slapped myself around a little bit I was like you know what forget about all of the notes forget about the outline forget about all of the things that are seemingly going wrong and turn that microphone on and tell people from your heart what your mission is and what you want to talk about. And I still didn't think that was good enough, y'all. I'm not even going to hold you. I really didn't think that was good enough. And I was going back and forth in my head and I had already set the date to record this episode, had already booked the location and figured out all of the things on the back end. And then I still was like, but God, I already got all of my I's dotted and T's crossed, but I don't have nothing to talk about. I don't want to just get on there and tell them, oh, this is what clothes for maintenance means, blah, blah, blah. So I was in the shower one night last week and I got out of the shower and I got an alert from Pastor Torrey Roberts. His message, it was titled, I believe, the you that you didn't even know was there or coming. Don't quote me on it. But when I saw the title, I was like, okay, let me click on this. So I click on it and immediately God gave me exactly what I want to talk about with you guys today in this first episode. I've got questions about what is the podcast about? Y'all seen it all in the promo. So today I want to give y'all my story on how my entire identity has changed. And as someone who's come from the whole personal branding space, this is new for me because I am doing everything differently and I'm not trying to hold on to the old Natasha or Tati. I literally now see full circle how everything in the last year has brought me to where I am now. And it reminds me of in Genesis, in the beginning of how simple life was then and how complicated it becomes as we grow up, as we go from toddlers to teenagers to young adults to full-grown adults to sometimes adults with kids or married adults. And how as we go through life, we become clothed with so many things that, yes, build us and make us who we are, but then could also distract us from who we should be. And I feel like that's been my story. I was so consumed with hustling and getting to the bag until God literally stripped me. Starting in 2022, he stripped me of everything I thought I needed. That's why I lost my creativity because he was saying, ah, 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 enough of that business. There's more for you to do. But because that's what I was used to, that's what was making me money, I thought I had to stick with it because nobody wants to deal with anyone that's inconsistent or all over the place. And when I say he took everything away from me, he took everything away from me and it forced me to get silent because I had nowhere to turn. I couldn't make money. I could barely find a job. 
I had no choice, y'all, but to let God lead me. And that was the best decision that I've ever made. But it was in the stillness that I realized that I really didn't know who I was. I appeared to be the most confident person on the internet, <laughs> in the streets. I could be the face. I could dress to the nine. I could articulate my words. I could write books. I could produce podcasts. I could produce TV shows. But underneath all of those things, I couldn't even tell you what I enjoy doing on the weekends if you ask me. I couldn't give you an answer that didn't have anything to do with business or making money. And in all honesty, if we're being totally transparent, I didn't even have a healthy relationship with Tyler, my son, because I wasn't present. I was always thinking about what was next. I was always worrying about where my next client was gonna come from. And then I tried to justify my lack of presence for, oh, I gotta do what I gotta do to take care of him. That was the most unhealthy relationship I feel I had. And quick story I'll share with you. We were in the grocery store one day and this is how God will put things in your face. Tyler and I were in Harris Teeter one day and I remember he was trying to tell me something and I was just in there trying to get in, trying to get out. Moms, y'all know how that is. And I remember him stopping me and saying, mom, I feel like when I say stuff to you, you're not really listening to me. And it felt like someone took my heart and squeezed it. And it was in that moment I realized I'm living, but I'm not present, even with the people closest to me. And from that moment on, I made a commitment to myself and to him. And I promised him, I said, from now on, when you stop me and ask me to listen or you say something to me, even if I can't give you a response or act on it in that moment, I will still respond to you in some way and not brush you off. So I wanted to share that because that was one thing. These are all things that I started realizing in my still season, in my shutdown season. God literally started putting in my face all of the layers of clothing and garments that I've clothed myself with over the years that eventually disguise my true identity, the person that I'm, I am now and the person that I'm becoming. I was so consumed and clothed in the partying and the alcohol and hookah, because y'all know hookah was my drug. I loved hookah and everybody knew it. And I realized that some of my friendships were garments that I had clothed myself with over the years. So while I was born naked, over the years, I clothed myself in business and what I could do for other people and the partying and the socializing overboard and the hookah and the alcohol and the friendships that were so surface level. That's a whole nother topic for another day. But as I began to realize when I looked in the mirror, I didn't really know who I was. I went into an isolation that I never experienced before and I stopped fighting what God was trying to do in my life. And I think so often that's the case with many of us. And I always go back to entrepreneurs and creatives because I feel like we got it real bad with being so consumed with what's next and being so consumed in the trends and what we see society telling us we need to be successful. And the whole time our mental health is off 
we don't have a good relationship with God or we're neglecting him and not letting him lead and guide us. And I was doing that. And so I'll probably always go back to entrepreneurs and creators because for one, that's what I am. And I understand firsthand how we can become so consumed. So I think this is when my clothes for maintenance season really began. That's essentially what I see for this podcast. I see this podcast being not just how in the past with business, I would give y'all my experience after I experienced it. I give y'all tips and tricks, but this time around it's different because I'm in this thing in real time. And instead of waiting until I'm on the other side of this journey, I want to bring you along with me because I think my story and some of my experience can relate. And as I'm growing and healing and learning, I want you guys to get access to the conversations I'm having, rather it's with my friends, rather it's with my therapist or whoever it is. I want to be a living, walking, talking, breathing resource in a safe place for us to have these types of discussions without judgment, without any of that, because it's just so important. Okay, so I want to shift gears just a little bit and break down what has been to date my clothes for maintenance season. This is where I'll say the renewing of my mind really started. And it was when I lost my job over the summer last year. I won't get into too much detail about it, but I had what I thought was a very cushy job. You go in, you do the same thing almost every day. You make a nice check. Didn't have to focus too much on business because I didn't have to chase clients down and all of that stuff. I had consistent income until I didn't, until the job ended abruptly. It was not planned. I didn't see it coming. And the lesson from that experience was that I was relying too much on one thing and God knew that I wasn't going to walk away from that job on my own free will. So he snatched it right away from me. Job gone, income gone, because remember, I had shut my business down the end of the previous year. Of course, this leads me to a place where I'll be honest with y'all, I was very depressed. I was under a lot of pressure and I couldn't pay my bills. And even in me not being able to pay my bills, y'all, that creativity that I told y'all I seemed to tap out of, it was like God wasn't giving that back to me. And my experience was, okay, I get a job, the job ends, but I could bounce right back because I got a business to fall on. But how do you make money when you're creative and God ain't giving you the creativity and he's the only one that can give it to you? Wasn't able to pay my bills, felt very unproductive because I can't do the one thing that I'm good at. And at this time, my sister and I living together in my grandma's old house. That opportunity presented itself from a family member who at the time we thought was trying to look out for us, help us save some money. I thought it was a great idea. My sister and I were together. Tyler had a nice big front yard to play in and all of those things. And God still made a way because even though I didn't have a job, the rent got paid every month. My phone didn't get cut off ever. My car note was being paid. He still managed to take care of me. 
And I concluded that to, okay, he didn't want me to continue on with that job. He isn't giving me the creativity that I need. He wants me to sit down and think about life. There's something that he wants me to get from this. And so although it was a very difficult time, I went back to something that I often tell people, and that's do what you can with what you have where you are. And I was locked and loaded with skill and talent. I knew how to do so many things. And so I was like, okay, let me get back in my podcast bag. Let me go and relaunch my business podcast. And so I started repurposing content. I had this whole plan that I would repurpose content and that podcast was somehow going to make me some money. And then God was like, yeah, no, I didn't tell you to do that either. And I then realized and started thinking, okay, maybe God isn't telling me to take a break from talking about business. He's telling me to stop talking about business so much because there's so many underlying issues and things that need to be discussed that are affecting how we do business that I have to be that person to spark the conversation and all of that. So boom, I lost the job, shut the business down, retired my business podcast. It just seems like I'm being stripped from what I know one thing after the other. And then the kidney process starts. To, to sum up that story, an older cousin of mine had been on dialysis at home for some time. In the family group chat, my mom one day out of the blue was like, hey, you guys ever thought about going to get tested to see if we would be a match? My mom and I go get tested and I immediately get selected to go through the process. Go through the process and I remember in the very beginning telling God, this is such a big decision. Do I really want to do this? And my prayer to him was simple in that moment. It was, if I'm supposed to do this, let everything check out. Let no stage in this process go negative. Because if it goes negative, that's going to be my cue to opt out. And it didn't go that way. We were a blood type match. All of my tests came back. And this is a very rigorous process. You know about every inch of your body by the time you donate your kidney. That's how much testing they do and how extensive it is. And that's how I was so confident. That's where the confidence comes from for me donating my kidneys. That process forced me to do another thing that I hadn't done ever in my life, and that was a heart check. When you're giving a part of your body to someone, whether you know them or not, I believe that because that's such an important life-changing decision, you got to make sure your heart is in the right place. So I had to constantly ask myself, Am I doing this for attention? Am I doing this to be seen as some type of hero? Am I doing this just because I want my cousin to live a longer life? Why am I doing this? And I had to constantly ask myself that question. I had to constantly do a heart check. And so because I was doing a heart check in the area of donating a kidney, I had to con I I just naturally started doing heart checks in other areas of my life. Why am I in this friendship? How am I being as a mom? It literally forced me to think about how my heart felt about all of the different areas of my life that had nothing to do with business. And had God not put me in this still season, I would not have even had the mental capacity to even consider such a question. And that's what the whole kidney donation thing did for me. It forced me to get to a place in my life where I had to check my heart. And then it eventually brought me back to heart checks in business. 
Why do I accept certain clients? Why do I like doing certain services? And a lot of the answers went to money. How much money could I make? Anyway, because I don't want to go off of a tangent. Let's move into more of the whole kidney process because I will honestly say that while this was something that was so important and it is one of the things I'm the most proud of that I've done, this was also something that could have broken me. And I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but I think to give you context to understand why I am the way I am now as far as like where I am spiritually and mentally and how and why I trust God with my life right now um, is because I donated my kidney and it was for family, right? It turned out that while I did something for family, some in my family tried to break me. I just started noticing certain behaviors were changing. I was feeling like I had done something wrong to some of them. And this is how the enemy will literally try to turn something good into something bad. And he will expose to you people's heart postures. I don't even know how to say this because it, it doesn't make sense in the natural eye. Donate the kidney. One day I'm coming home from one of my follow-up appointments and there's an eviction notice on the door. And I am just completely confused because the rent had been paid, didn't owe this person any money. And I immediately went to what I had just done for my cousin as the why, because I couldn't justify any other reason. I just had surgery. I can't lift anything over 10 pounds. I'm still dealing with nerve pain in my left leg. I'm trying to stay off of the medications that they gave me because I don't want to become addicted. And I can't drink alcohol. <laughs> so while I'm going through stuff, I can't even numb the pain with alcohol or forget about it for a moment. So what I say, purging, like God literally had me in a place where I could do nothing without him. So see the eviction notice on the door. And I immediately, my sister and I start asking questions, start trying to contact this person to ask questions, avoiding, completely avoiding. We go to court and it was basically this person's word against ours. And because he was family, we didn't have any paper trail because of how we were paying our rent. And um, so it didn't work out for us in that way. The judge asked this person, how soon do you want them out? He gave us two days. Two days. I had just had a major surgery, not much help to move anything. My mom's older. She can't and that move fell on my sister because I physically couldn't help her. I'll say out of all of the blows I've experienced, this by far was one of the ones that I felt the deepest because my personality, my family will tell you, I'm very just, okay, whatever, let's move on. But this was a very deep dig because I felt this is family and how dare family tried to tear me like that. 
And I felt like it wasn't even about my sister or anybody. I felt like it was about me and it was about what I had just done. And it was about all of the attention that what I had just done was getting. It was, And it was like, I even felt like in sharing in this podcast today, sharing the story, I kept telling myself, I'm not going to share it because it does not make any sense why someone would do something like that. But even though that situation hurt really bad, that was the final thing I believe in that season that God needed to happen to me for me to 1000% trust him with my life and to give everything to him, the business, the creativity he gave me, the identity that I thought I created over the years to hand it all over to him and say, okay, God, I see you. I'm done fighting you. I surrender. You got it, bro. (laughs) You got it. So I can't leave that part of the story out because then you'll miss the message. So after all of this has happened, I feel like finally I'm back like Eve in the garden. I'm naked. All of the things that once clothed me no longer clothe me because God put me in a position where I'm forced now to find new garments to wear. God has really literally renovating my life and giving me a new identity. He's given me new insight. He's given me new discernment. He's given me new friendships that align with my new identity. And I'll say, y'all, while all of this sounds really like cloudy and great, it is hard. I've had to get sober. I've had to distance myself from certain people. I don't go a lot of the same places I used to go. And as you can see, I'm now having different conversations. Nothing is the same for me anymore. And I want my journey and my experience to impact in a different way and at a different level. And there's a saying that says, if you want something that you've never had, you got to do things you've never done. I never been sober. This past New Year's was the first New Year's since I have started drinking alcohol in my life that I've been sober. This holiday season was the first holiday season sober. And when these accomplishments, because they're accomplishments to me, are happening, it's like I'm questioning myself sometimes. Like, is this a big deal? But then it is a big deal because, and I don't want to get too much into detail about it because I do have um, an episode coming up about my sobriety journey um, where I have a guest who inspired this journey. Um, But it comes down to one thing, you guys. It comes down to surrendering to whatever it is that you know is tugging at you. Surrendering to... The fact that your next season might not look anything like what the season you're in right now. And the longer you keep fighting it, the longer you're delaying what God has in store for you. Close for Maintenance is a space where I feel like we shouldn't have to allow God to force us in a corner or anything for us to look ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves who we are. I created this space because renewing our minds and prioritizing our mental health and our spirituality shouldn't 
be a one-time thing. It should be a constant thing. Now that we're here, my mission is to not just tell you how to live a clothes for maintenance life. My mission is to show you through my continuously growing journey. I'm a work in progress. I always will be. You always will be. But I think some of the best relationships and transformations in life come when we can walk alongside each other and not, oh, I'm here and you're there. And that's all I want from this podcast is to have open, honest conversations about how we're doing in our minds and in our spirits. Everything else falls in line after that. And you know how you hear these things growing up and through your life and you don't take heed. I've taken heed. We're here now. But that's what I wanted to talk about in this first episode. I wanted to give y'all some backstory and be just a thousand percent honest about where I am, what I'm doing and what my goal and what my intentions are in this season so that there are no mistakes. I posted on threads the other day. That one thing I can say I'm good at, and I thank the good Lord for, is my ability to tell my story before anyone else does. I know people have speculated about many of the things that I've shared in this episode. I've heard all kinds of versions of it, but there's no better way to get your story out there than to tell it yourself. And so I'm going to always do that, no matter what platform I'm on. And my goal is to give y'all full context full transparency so that you can understand my journey, so that you can understand my walk, and so that you can understand why I do anything that I do. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for this new relationship we got going on. And I hope and I pray that you will go ahead and subscribe if you enjoyed today's episode. There's so much more in store and I cannot wait to share in energy and spirit in mind with all of you, whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcasting directory. Please make sure you subscribe, share this episode with a friend, and hit me up on social media at Official Toddy and at Close for Maintenance Pod. Let me know what you think about today's episode. And until the next time, I'll see y'all soon. Bye, guys.